Hi, I'm Jennifer. And I'm Matt. This podcast is your regular dose of uplifting, inspiring and motivating life-changing tips and success strategies to help you create the wealth, health, lifestyle, passion and prosperity for your own life that you want to create. Welcome to The Prosperity Project. So here we are, once again, on The Prosperity Project. What are we talking about this week? Well, today we are talking about the five lessons that we have learned during lockdown. So lockdown in the UK is still happening. We're recording this in the middle of May 2020. And it's been a really interesting time. We're on week number nine or ten. Week ten currently. Ten in Scotland. Um, And basically what our normal life now looks like is kind of not that different from how life was before lockdown. So essentially what will happen on the weekdays, I will do my day job. The kids will usually be downstairs with Matt, mingling about, and then try and catch some lunch with them. And then we'll try and play at some points during off and on the day and then I'll catch up with work so it's very much the blend of we're trying to still allow life to continue but also balance as you probably are your normal busy working day if you're able to work so what have I found really interesting during this time well the first thing is there's a couple of life lessons as the title suggests that really hit me hard and the first one is really struck me of not keeping up with the Joneses so I think especially right now you're doing things the way you want to so you really have no limits on actually how you want your day to look. So for example, you're not like influenced by driving about and seeing billboards. You perhaps even haven't got really the TV on as much as you thought you would have. And so you really are looking at your day and saying, well, I haven't maybe got the usual obligations such as traveling, going to the office. I really can decide if I want to work out, what kind of food I want to eat, because likely that's the only purchases you're really making, unless you're doing us and doing Amazon deliveries each and every day. But you know, the things that you're putting in your life you are absolutely choosing them you can't give the excuse of not having enough time or you're traveling a lot of the day so by not keeping up with the joneses not keeping up with what people think you ought to be doing it's kind of been a breath of fresh air wouldn't you say i think um i definitely think that there's scope to focus on what's important to you for your household for your family but you do still have that element of needing to be sure that you're making choices. So it's all too easy to wake up and another day similar to the last to just disappear from you and you've not really achieved anything you'd like to. And this lockdown period is 10 weeks now, probably another two weeks here in Scotland. And to be fair, for a lot of people, especially if you're office job based, things probably won't be the same for a good few months afterwards. Maybe you'll be in the office one or two days a week rather than full time. So the challenge is, I think, that probably a lot of us can look back at the last 10 weeks and think, what have we done? What have <laughs> in we... a good way, hopefully. Well, hopefully in a good way, but the, it, it's very easy to take a look at life when you have plans to do things mm. and find that you don't get round to them as well. Because you say you don't have enough time when you say that. Even we find ourselves catching ourselves, but we've not been had that same excuse really. I think the common excuse is you don't have enough time, but often it's not you lose motivation. Yeah. Or yeah. what often happens actually is you've got a list of things you want to do. Mm-hmm. The list looks quite daunting and large. <laughs> And you end up procrastinating, maybe watching just another episode of a show before you then get started with whatever it is that you felt like doing. Mm -hmm. By the time that time comes, you think, oh, it's a bit late today. (laughs) I'll do it tomorrow. And it becomes a repeat. So 
I, I think that absolutely there's been plenty of scope and there have been lots of people that have done some of those things that they've wanted to do, led their life their way, but there's also probably a good number of people that have been in a position where they've not quite done what they wanted. Mm. And all I would say is there's still plenty of time, lockdown or not, working or not, there's still plenty of scope to wake up tomorrow morning or even doing today, no matter what the time of the day is, there's still time to pick up and do something that you felt like you wanted to achieve, whether it's just clearing out that drawer in your kitchen where all the takeaway menus and batteries and random screwdrivers <laughs> are. We don't have one of those drawers, actually. We, we don't do. have one of those we drawers. We have a kind of nook in the couch, but we'll get onto that another day. <laughs> but, you know, maybe that's a task. It's probably 15 minutes of work. Yeah. So there's a lot of things that can be done. I also think that when you look at the concept of keeping up with the Joneses, I think that actually you can take a look at what you've maybe or other people have deemed important previously. Mm -hmm. So, for example, there'll be um, some of you or some people you know or people in the workplace that will be driving around very, very nice, very, very new cars. Yeah, I think that's what you... So when you hear that phrase, you probably assume that, don't you? You think of luxury items, don't keep up with luxury. But what you'll find is a lot of those people, they're paying out their several hundred pounds a month mm, for a car that's they basically must really been, be feeling it right now well, they potentially have a bit less income they certainly can't really go anywhere so they've got this thing that's costing them hundreds of pounds a month sitting on the driveway and that's where you've got to say to yourself and be realistic and think do you want to keep up with that because not only are most of these joneses you're trying to keep up with probably living month to month just like other people are it just mm. so happens that their income happens to be higher yep. but their expenses are just as high and therefore proportionally they're probably the same as you or people that are maybe less well off than you as far as income um so that's why keeping up with jones i think ultimately during this lockdown everyone is the same everyone yep. is largely yep. stuck in their house that the biggest joy that you can have is going to the supermarket and picking and... something new for dinner <laughs> exactly so when you look at that when you look at the life everyone's living everyone's got to stay at home and entertain the kids and everyone has the same challenges as each other not being used to that so actually right now there are no joneses to keep up with everyone that's been the, the beautiful thing actually because i think it's taken away the pressure for having to keep up with people you really kind of we've had that forced distraction of now, everyone has experienced, if you've been a key worker, you may have been working, but essentially you've been told to stay in your house for probably three months. So you have a, a case of, well, actually, what do I want to do with my life? But also what's really important, we're all equal peg. We're all just trying to maintain our health, look after ourselves, and do whatever we can do to get through it. And I think that then brings me on to the next thing I think I've learned the most. And there is a, a law called Parkinson's Law that basically says that work will fill the time that you allocate it. So you know what it's like. Basically, if you say to yourself, right, I'm going to take half an hour and I'm going to do this project. And what you find is if you set that amount of time, usually you'll get end up that you'll fill that period of time. Or if you say, right, well, I'm going to, for this day, I'm going to tidy the house the whole day. Well, what will happen is probably a task that might have taken you only actually two or three hours. You kind of milled about, you might have taken your time, you filled up the whole day. So I then thought of this concept really that I I've been inspired by in lockdown about how much free time space do you normally have in your own life 
that kind of designated free time where you don't have to do anything. So often I think life in non-in-lockdown, we're trying to fill every moment. You're trying to keep yourself busy as being something that's like a badge of honour. But actually this time right now, you've been forced to have, and I've called it flex space. So effectively, this space in your calendar where you haven't got the same scheduled stuff happening. So what, what are you going to use it for? What opportunities are going to come out of it? And the greatest thing for me out of kind of appreciating that non-scheduled time has been that we've developed products or certainly I've developed products during this time because I've had the space to breathe, let my mind wander. We've also thought of different concepts such as this podcast. We finally started it as a couple as well. So really the opportunity to have that flexible space is something I think I'll treasure. And I think I'm actually going to make sure I keep the flexible space in our calendar moving forward because that's one thing that we really embrace with our family we really struggle to schedule the weekends and we're not one of these families where we'll actually put the boys into clubs all weekend or we'll say we're going here we're doing this it's almost the opposite with us we will purposefully say we're not doing anything on the weekends and in some way for 12 weeks we've purposely not done anything and so when I look back actually on lockdown time this has actually been the most successful part probably of 2020 without doubt if not for the past couple of years in my life in terms of what I'm doing with my business I'm going to probably come out of me as one of the financially successful months of my whole business my side hustle not only my day job but also what I'm doing you know to do my blog my youtube channel and things like that so the time where probably people would might have thought it'd be dead time potentially that you wouldn't need to do anything I think a lot of people are actually embracing and I know really I am is that space to create not have so many distractions to give yourself that flexible time and as I said I think it's definitely something that I want to keep in our schedules I've really enjoyed the opportunity to be in our house to make sure we're doing little tasks that you probably have forgotten about is things like you know we've done the gardening we've done outside on the driveway we've been purposefully wanting to do things to maintain our home there was even one night I think we were hoovering at like six o'clock at night getting all the crevices because it was just something that I wanted to do so you're, you're seeing more things because because you're giving yourself that flexibility actually with your days because you've not got as many distractions. So that brings us nicely to the third point and that is something that we've developed really strongly the past 10 weeks in lockdown and that's been okay with sacrifice and grit. Now as a country obviously not just Scotland but the whole UK and the world we're having to sacrifice something that's quite important to us fundamentally as humans and that's our freedom ultimately. We're being told by the government to do certain things only something that our generation has never experienced before. Certainly our grandparents, our great-grandparents were used to that. They've had periods where there was world wars, they maybe had the Vietnam War, different things meant they couldn't do perhaps the full global travel or normal life in some way. But this is the first time we've ever experienced it. And truly within the past 10 weeks, I've learned to embrace giving up parts of your life, but knowing actually there'll be rewards to that. So obviously we talked about, you know, we're all stuck in our house, we can't go to the shops just in the way we would normally even now I'm going to appreciate not having to stand in a queue to get my food every week being able to simply walk in will seem absolutely like a luxury so that's where sacrifice actually usually has that double-sided where you start to see it as a blessing that you can then either go back to or appreciate a different way of life and certainly in terms of grit we've talked a couple of times about an exercise challenge that we're doing as a process of doing that commitment and exercise we're definitely developing 
building that resilience and grit. Many days you probably don't feel like actually staying in your house anymore, particularly if you've got small kids, you don't know what to do with them. A couple of days, I think we've just had pyjama days with the kids and on the sofa and stuff, but it's getting the resilience that you will get through this. You might not like it, it might not be comfortable. And these are messages that I know I'm going to take forward with my business, with my health, that I can do 12 weeks of anything if I put my mind to it or 10 weeks. It's really no hardship if I know that the outcome, the end goal will be something far greater. So the great thing about this sacrifice and grit actually is it sets you up for what you want to do in future. So for example, we had a holiday booked for yes, early June. we did. And that was cancelled and we got our money back for it. But actually, knowing that that was going to be the case almost certainly well beforehand meant that we became comfortable with it, but also we became comfortable with the broader idea of potentially not having holiday for the next 12 to 18 months. Which is something opposite to how we were, right? Because last year, 2019, we did a lot of travelling as a family and and as a couple. I think I went away six times and you went away seven times, different things, sporting events and stuff. So yeah, there's been a huge difference in mindset. Um, And also, because we haven't been able to do the normal days out with the kids, whether that's to the park, to soft place, cinema, or any type of activities to try and entertain them and to give us a little bit of sanity sometimes... (laughs) It's actually been really useful because it's proved to both of us that we are capable of living with those sacrifices, making good from those sacrifices, and actually it's something that we're going to be trying to carry forwards. So when we're looking at the next year or so, our aim is to try to clear down our mortgage and the remainder of it as quickly as possible. And although we could definitely make good progress by doing lots of days out on holidays and such like, We can fast track this process a lot more by just continuing this sacrifice that we've learned to become comfortable with to get us towards that goal faster. Exactly. And we've obviously had this goal of being mortgage free. It's something that's been one of our financial goals since we paid off um, a lot of debt a couple of years ago. It didn't seem like it would come around this quickly. But actually now, given the way we've had to change our spending, we're simply not spending on areas that we would have normally done. For example, petrol. There's no money being spent on petrol right now. Although it's crackingly cheap, that would be one area we could save a lot of money. And the one thing we are doing is we are spending a bit more on food, obviously, because we're eating in the house. But I'm okay now, considering the busy year we had last year with travel and different outings and things, I'm okay if the rest of the year we don't travel. We haven't been anywhere since you know the start of the year 2020. We went away just in between Christmas and New Year for a couple of days in the UK. But I didn't think we would get through a full year without travelling because it's such an important part of our family structure. We like to travel, we like to explore But if the thought was that we could achieve this ultimately bigger goal that will just open up life so much more for us, it's not a critical goal that everyone has to achieve, but for us it feels right. And to think that we could get there now far quicker with a little bit of sacrifice, really short term, like I don't think we're really going to notice. It's just really exciting as well. I'm so glad that I've learned the habits even more so right now. And then that brings me on to the next point. Essentially, we do all have enough time if we look to make time within our schedule. And that's 
one thing that without lockdown, I don't think so many of us would really have appreciated. We all have the same 24 hours every day. And it really just is a case of where is your focus going in those 24 hours? You only get 24. Once a day is over, that's it done. But we do have time for some of the habits that we all know we should be doing. We do have time to exercise. It might require getting up early, but you can still do it. We do have time to learn something every day. Perhaps even work on a side hustle for an hour at night before bed. There's elements in the day that mean you can achieve the goals and desires that you want. It's ultimately about prioritising, working out what's important. So I think that for a lot of people, there would have been things that you've wanted to do over the last year, two years, New Year's resolutions, whatever it happens to be. And the reason that you haven't been successful has been time. Yep, yep. But there's a good chance you'll find that you still possibly haven't achieved all of those things during this last 10 weeks and time won't be an excuse any longer. You would have been in a position where you probably didn't need to commute to work. So that's time saved each day on that. You probably wouldn't have needed to spend the time getting quite as dressed and ready as you were previously. So again, that's time saved. And also you're unlikely to get caught up in some of the office politics that keep you in the building for another hour or two after you're due to head home. And therefore time no longer is an excuse And it actually comes down to the desire, the drive to make things happen and the commitment to achieving what you want to. Absolutely. And one thing I've learned in the past 10 weeks that I thought I was okay at, but often people used to tell me, you know, this is the deal breaker, is time management. So the past 10 weeks I have actually, because we've had the boys around, I've got a day job, I obviously want to produce content. And actually the content I've been producing, I think has been of a higher standard, ironically, even though there's more going on. But I've actually had to sit down every night and the week before and actually plan daily exactly what I'm going to do almost on an hourly basis so particularly during the day if there's maybe only key time periods where I can do my day job or perhaps make content when the sun's up or even record this podcast it's putting the time in the diary so that when you wake up you go right I'm going to do my workout I'm going to have a shower I'm going to start my day I need to get up at half six or seven I need to start prompt because I've got everything else to do and make sure I fit it in and actually as I touched upon it's been my most productive time period because I've done the one thing that really needed to be managed which was my time. The important thing is scheduling your entire day is not for everybody. People don't always have enough things that they need to fill every hour of the day. But ultimately you need to decide what's important, what things you really want to get done, and then make sure you schedule those things, whether it's on a hourly basis or whether you take a look at it being slightly more broad strokes and deciding that you're gonna do one or two tasks in the morning or the afternoon or whenever it is. And also everyone's capable of dedicating some time either in the evenings, if you've got children after they've gone to bed, or potentially waking up an hour earlier to be able to achieve those things you want to. Time is available for everybody. It's just about deciding how important it is to do those tasks and activities that you really keep promising yourself you'll do. Absolutely. And then that brings us on to the final thing that I've actually really enjoyed learning more about during lockdown. And that has been actually the spirit of giving to others. And obviously we see this on the news, people giving their time, their careers, everything they need to do to kind of get the country out of this situation as fast as we can. But as a family, I've absolutely adored seeing the spirit of giving within our house. So that could even be when people have maybe brought shopping to the door, you want to then repay them and just leave 
another little present for them even thinking about is there any way you could actually send gifts we've done that with your mum with my parents with my sister anywhere we can actually brighten their day put a surprise in and it's really emphasised one of the things I think is key with money management which is one of my passion projects and that is making sure on a daily basis a weekly basis you're thinking about ways that you can give with all the resources you have so within our family budget and I talk about this within a couple of my videos on my mama for her channel I have a principle it's part of the money stacks method of managing your money which basically one of the things that you have to have in your budget ideally is a way that you actually can give to charities or causes that you believe in on a monthly regular basis so every paycheck a portion of it maybe five percent ten percent whatever you're comfortable with you automatically see that money is set aside to give to benefit others and this month in particular the past 10 weeks even we've absolutely made sure that 10% whatever it is we've been then putting back into the world we feel inspired when people have done nice things for us we feel inspired when there's charities or causes that seem to catch our eye and we've kept that circulation of money going I think it's really important whenever life changes you look at your habits and what you're doing with everything your health your well-being your money and for me getting that extra benefit the extra emphasis on how good it feels to give to others but also we know we've then experienced the added benefits back in our own life things have always come around that we've seen a benefit somewhere whether it be somebody's time efforts or money coming back unexpected there's always been a good outcome through giving up something that people think is the most precious thing which is money but it's been a really interesting time to see the different ways that money can be used to better life for other people as well as ourselves. So the challenge we're giving for a lot of people is if you've not done it regularly if it's not something that's in your habits then finding a way to do that putting it as part of your budget, deciding what you think you're capable of giving yeah. and also not looking at it as being either too big or too small. It's a skill set to learn, I believe. Yep, absolutely. And I think the first time you do it as well, it's not a concept that's actually taught in schools. You hear about it maybe from religious backgrounds, giving a portion of your money, but people automatically in our culture do not categorically always give something. It has to be a personal belief that you want to do it. And I think once you start breaking the habit in, it's like investing you try it out you see something good come back in your life where you're helping others then it naturally overflows and keeps continuing but like us you know it's been that gradual increase of slowly increasing the amount that we feel right to give but yet still seeing life being perfectly fine and if if more so actually more abundant in our own life despite giving some of it away but again it plays on probably the, the lack mindset people might be afraid to give to others because they think there's not enough for themselves and actually we've experienced even more so the moment we give to others there's even more that comes around us it would definitely be easy for us considering that we're trying to focus on removing our mortgage as quickly as possible to hang on to every penny we've got but if we're capable of looking at what we have and identifying a portion that we'd like to give, then I think everybody can find a way to look at their money and find a small amount, even if it's a few pounds. And also, you don't need to sign up for any of these direct debits where you're giving the same amount regularly each yep. month. Do you it can, very voluntary. You can just decide to carry a £10 note with you and just give it to a random homeless person once a month. That's still giving to somebody. That's still making a change to somebody's life. So it doesn't need to be regular. It doesn't need to be something where it's a fixed amount each month. But definitely trying to identify where you are able to give 
and working out maybe causes that are important to you will definitely provide value to others and also will certainly provide value to you as well. And I think that ties in with the spirit of what's happening in the UK and Scotland through this whole thing. You, you can't underestimate how people have got that spirit of giving with their time, with their efforts and their skill set. So perhaps if you're listening and you feel I'm not ready to give up some of my budget yet, remember there's other ways that you can give to others that just as much matter. It can be that you start to volunteer. You maybe even just help someone, a neighbour when things open up again. You volunteer to babysit or perhaps give some skill set and information, knowledge transfer there's different ways to give to others and I think I've been really inspired and really solidified my belief that giving should be part of something that you think about every day every week every month because really the circle then continues you do good in the world and then somehow you'll also benefit through one way or another so I hope you really enjoyed today's podcast as we said this was the five ways that we've really been inspired by lockdown and some of the great habits I feel that have been really emphasized for us as a family and individuals we would love especially if you fancy checking out some of our other content i have a youtube channel it's called mama furfer you can find it if you search for that very same name and i talk about personal finance investing and success mindset and we also have a youtube channel called the kempson house which is behind the scenes of our day-to-day life covering all kinds of subjects so go take a look and see what you can find. And obviously you'll find us back here next week, hopefully with a new podcast episode. But if you would like to send us any questions or suggestions about the podcast, perhaps you could even send us a voice note, a question you'd like to ask about prosperity. So money, health, happiness, anything at all to do with building a greater abundance in your life. You can send it to the prosperity project at mamafurfer.com. And especially because our podcast is brand new, this is the third episode now. We would love if you could actually give a five star rating you can do that on any of the media stations you're listening to spotify itunes whatever you want whatever you're listening to us from please do leave a review and give your honest opinion as well so that's it from us i've been matt i've been jennifer and this has been the prosperity project Mm -hmm.